Hey, everyone, and welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live broadcast brought to you by Frontline Gaming. We're your hosts, Kicker, the chief of Serial and FLG Insider, Shelby, the <laughs> hobby guru and most scatterbrained player in 40K, and Seth the Mad Doc, your competitive correspondent. What has everyone been up to? It feels like a while since the three of us have been together. Guys, we are back been. in black with our fancy shirts. Um, I, I've I missed you guys so much. It has been crazy. I've been focused yeah. on survival. Just yeah. just survival. I got hit with hurt. survival. <laughs> the, the hurricane. You were hit, hit by a hurricane. Yeah. Just a small category <laughs> four. A bunch of yeah. food and stuff. It's I'm okay. so sorry, kicker. We it's okay. Everybody. I survived. My house survived. I'm back at my house for the second night in uh, in, a, in a long time. So it's good to be home. And I started painting some orcs, which is really exciting. Woo woo. Uh, yeah. I really like the color scheme you went with. Oh, lot. thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going that to yellow and white. Well, like, I know everyone talks about the grim dark, but I want my orcs to be kind of bright and fun, you know? So, yeah. Are yeah, orcs, my, my orcs are very, very high contrast. Lots of lots of bright colors. Oh, nice, like nice. That's Shelby, fun. what have you been up to? I know you were having some fun. Yeah. So, this past weekend, I went to Dragon Town. It was super, super awesome. Uh, I, I got a little bit panicked last week. So, Wednesday, I felt kind of like garbage. And I was like, oh my God, I swear, if I get COVID right before Dragon Town, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> and so, I went and got like two tests just to be sure. Um, just because like, you know, it's one thing to bring that to a convention. It's another to bring it to a group of people you're staying with over the weekend. Um, so I just doubled down just to be sure. And it was freaking awesome. I have not had that much fun in a very, very long time. Except for every other Wednesday when you record with us. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Totally compares. Totally. Um, but other than that, just went back to teaching uh going back to normal life was weird and uh trying to brainstorm some necrons lists for a month from now where we will fingers crossed be heading to new orleans for our tournament what about you seth well i've uh i've also i i you know was gone last week i was at a work conference doing real life things um not that this isn't real life it's okay everyone but you know sometimes get your priorities in order well, until this pays, I got to do the day job. So sorry. <laughs> um, but I've been tinkering with a lot of orc lists, trying to figure out what I want to take to the GW event. And I think I found one. Um, I'm not ready to reveal it to the world just yet. Right, come on, give us like a sneak peek or something. Come on. Like what's what, what culture? What, what culture? Are we it's, going with? it's evil sons and death skulls. All right. All right. All right. Cool. So that's what cool. I like. But That's I've also been working on some it? more props. You know, I showed you guys the chop on the last show. And this is the point where I cue Richard to show you guys what I've been working on. Ooh. Are you ready? Yes. Fire away. Ooh. So, Whoa. Shelby, you have a fusion pistol. <gasps> and it's... Kicker, you have your bolt pistol. It's so oh my gosh. pretty. Oh, my God. Look at it. And I, I can't wait. Oh, dude, you got it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, they're done. That's amazing. Yes. So, uh, Shelby, you can get yours whenever you want. Kicker, I can either ship yours or uh, you can just, I can bring it down when I come down to New Orleans. You could, I'll I'll take it from you and give you a big hug in return. Dude, that is amazing. For those of our uh, listeners that are listening to the podcast, not watching, Seth has just announced to us that he has made us some beautiful. Props, uh, is that is that the right word we should be yeah. using here? Yeah, you know, but replicas, props. replicas of a of a gorgeous bolt pistol for myself and and Shelby. I don't. Play you, you did say you wanted it to be like standard guardsman, but I, but I had to do a little gold on it because I was like, he's probably like a commissar. Oh, for sure, Kicker's <laughs> definitely a commissar. Either <laughs> All right, I'll take it. I'll take yeah. it. Thank you, thank you. And, and Shelby, right. that's a fusion. Is that a fusion? It's a fusion pistol. pistol. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, very cool. Yeah. Very so cool. I actually like if I could put a costume together for it, I would want to dress as a solitaire, but the solitaire doesn't take a fusion pistol so accuracy or fun 
I mean, your solitaire could take a fusion pistol. It's a oh, named sure. character solitaire. <laughs> Perfect. Excellent. I mean, I'm going to start working on my commissar outfit immediately. Like this is going to happen. Like head to toe. I'm going right. to get the boots, the hat, well, sweet. That that was my slight derailment for the intro to the show, but I, <laughs> I, I finished those last night, and then I was like, "Ooh, I can send Richard those pictures in secret and surprise them on the show." Oh, so, um, kicker, take us into industry news. All right, guys. Well, we've been getting the steady drip feed from uh, GW regarding Necromunda and Blood Bowl releases. So I know this is 40k themed primarily, so we're not going to go too in depth there. But it's kind of cool because every time they drop something for Necromunda or Bolt, Blood Bowl, my mind's like, "How can I convert these into 40k?" And the new like like. I don't know, master blaster, you know, yeah. giant guy with a little short dude on top. Just it, it's a brand new model that you can go check it out on the community page. But it's like it's got a lot of potential for orcs, maybe for guard. I, I can see that being used for a lot of different things. And then, of course, more Age of Sigmar stuff because, they're you know, doing the whole big release now. Uh, some guys with great bows. I don't play Age of Sigmar. I don't really know what they do, but they look cool. Uh, but that's about it. Nothing too exciting on the new product front. Guys, though, orcs are finally hitting the shelves in mass this weekend. I'm sure you've got your pre-orders in. So I know I've got five boxes of squig hogs waiting for me on Jeez. Saturday. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what you decided. I love that most people are like, eh, beast snaggers are fine, I guess. But you're just like, let's go. Let's go 100% so, all the way in. <laughs> the, I do want to kind of point out an oddity that you're about to end up with, Kicker. Yeah, um, shoot. They, they packaged the beast snagger... Um, well, I don't, you didn't say squig hogs. You said beast snaggers, but the the squig hogs yeah, the they squig packaged hogs. the three guys and the knob in the same box. Yeah. So, so you're so have, so if you yeah. want to take like three max units, which is three units of six, or you end up with six knobs, even though you can only run three. Yeah. Oh you man. You can't uh, so, even make them normal dudes. Nope. Because no, they're a completely no. separate kit at a different scale. And they're a different well, base yeah. too, aren't they? Yeah. The knobs have a bigger base. So yeah. that means conversions galore. I don't know yeah. what I'll do, but I will I find a use for them. them. Can you run those as uh can you run them by themselves? Like are they a character or are they yeah, just like kind but of a They're they're of... an individual character, but okay. you, because they're the separate data sheet, you can only run three. So you could just sell those to people who want them. Exactly. Exactly. Well, speaking of like weird stuff though that's happened with the orc release, I'm sure you guys have seen the the new start collecting box, right? It's all yeah. push fit. And monopose, push fit, not too many options, which is weird because normally you would get the options for orc boys to have, you know, shooters or choppers. And now it's kind of like you get a few of each, right, Seth? You, you've probably looked in, yeah. into it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's if you're um, if you're a new player, it's not the best because you're you're. I think it builds like five with slug of choppas, three with shooters, and then two special weapons and a knob. And you um, have to build them that way. You have to you build have to weapons. because of the push yeah. fit, which it's it's kind of it, I'm hoping that's not how the full kit is when it releases, because right now, if you wanted to do a, an army of boys full new sculpt and you run to run slug of chop boys, every box only gets you five instead of the minimum unit size of 10, um, which is kind of kind of rough for new players. For me, I don't mind it because I already have like 600 boys. So, you know, sprinkling a few new sculpts in is fine. I'm not going to have, you know, I can run whatever I want to run. So for the the old collectors, I think, you know, we might pick them up just because it's a cool new sculpt, you know, new new things to throw in the mix. But if you were new getting into orcs, that might be a bit, uh, a bigger issue. Yeah, yeah, that's a little, I mean, like, it's, I don't like to be, I, I like, I've always liked having options, right? I like all the extra bits. I like being able to yeah. uh, to pick and choose how I want to arm myself. I think you're going to find the same problem when you get those Beast Snaggle Boy boxes. 
yeah. because the stuff out of uh, the Beast Nega, like Big Box, was all like monopose. Yeah, it wasn't push fit, but it was very monopose. There well, I'm, I'm noticing the Squig Hawk boys. I've only got one box, and I got the five other on order right now. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have basically six of the exact same posed, you know, model, and yeah. I guess I'm just going to have to accept it. But that's okay. They look gorgeous, so so I don't mind so much. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, Frontline Gaming also ha- wants to announce our brand new Overgrown City mat. Is wait, wait, wait. I have. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting a message here. It's All that right. uh, yet again, they can't come up with just an even number to put something on sale. Is that right, Kicker? That is Breaking very news. accurate. <laughs> Breaking yes. news. It's Breaking not, news. It's not 10% off. It's not 20% off. It's 21% off. The, it's it's to celebrate Kicker's 21st birthday, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Bobby Shots? <laughs> not me. You're, you're way too young to deal with that. You're young and yeah, yeah, right. No, I am not that young. Um, so yeah, the Frontline Gaming Overgrown City mat is 21% off for the rest of this week. It's a very cool mat if you like kind of the post-apocalyptic zombie, you know, I mean, it could be anything really, you know, battle, urban battlefield. Um, but I like it because it's got a nice like shade of green to it. Uh, on that same note, moving along to uh, not same note, just totally moving along. <laughs> I'm reading my notes here. Notes. By the way, I'm one injury. week off. Look at him. One week off. We can't let him have a week off again, guys. <laughs> I'm never taking a hurricane again. Um, all right, guys. Um, so, uh, GW has sent out an email regarding their New Orleans event, which is at the beginning of October, first week, uh, first weekend of October. It was an email saying. That basically they're still planning on having the event. Things, of course, can change, but right now the New Orleans GW Roadshow, scheduled for the first week in October, is still happening. So if you've got a ticket, you should still plan on coming. If things change, I'm sure they'll tell us immediately, and of course refund everyone. This is all because of the hurricane, right? New Orleans yeah. got smack uh, hit hard with this hurricane. Um, I live here in New Orleans. I just moved back home two days ago. Power's on at my house. You know, I got lights, I got internet, but a lot of the city is still recovering. So, you know, as of right now, though, it does look blame GW if they're just like no can do spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but I hope that's not I'll blame them. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I, I mean, I really want to play some 40K. So, yeah. you know, it, so I really want the event to happen. And the swag is just amazing. So, so, so I, I want GW that controls the weather. Did you not know that, Shelby? What? <laughs> yeah, that's that's how they make their sprues is they have Jim little fuel can't little... melt still beams. <laughs> Well, um, speaking about New Orleans, a lot of people have been emailing me, messaging me, you know, sending carrier pigeons, asking about the New Orleans Open that Frontline Gaming is doing in December. Normally, registration would have happened a couple weeks ago, but everything's been pushed back a little bit. First, before the storm, we just had to schedule back. But uh, then we had a meeting with the venue management to discuss the layout uh, because we're trying to add as many tickets as we can to, to, to the event. And then the storm hit. The entire uh, Sheraton staff where we're at is basically evacuated, and they're still not in the office right now. So we can't determine how many 40K tickets we could sell. So we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting to release these tickets. Uh, Registration, though, will likely be going live probably in a week or two. Uh, if you are a season pass holder, check your email. You'll probably be getting an email within the next couple of days. Uh, the event will be happening 100% for sure, though. I mean, I live in the city. I, I, I just walked down the French Quarter right past our hotel. Everything's fine with the hotel. It's just that the, the staff is still evacuated, so they can't confirm our space, which means we can't confirm our ticket numbers. Um, but yeah, so no doubt, Frontline Gaming, New Orleans Open will be happening in four months. And you Kicker, do we know what, uh, what format that's going to be yet? So... Uh, yes okay i mean this is 
I hope Reese doesn't mind because it hasn't been f- officially stated, but I'm going to say it right now. It, it will be a singles tournament. We've been going back and forth whether it's going to be a 40K. Ch- I'm excited uh, for a singles event. You're excited for singles? Yeah. In, in yeah. New Orleans, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. So the, yeah, yeah. It'll be in New Orleans singles. We were thinking about doing a team event for a little while. We're going to do singles. Uh, for a few reasons. One is because it's too close to our Las Vegas team tournament. We don't want to have two team events so close by. So we'd rather do one in February or maybe March. That's going to be a team event just to kind of space cool. them out. You know, Sean, um, it sounds like for now, Sean Prosser asked that the date is going to change on, on, I'm assuming frontline gaming's, uh, New Orleans tournament. And my assumption, Sean, given this information, it's no, there are no plans for the date to change. Just uncertainty about how many people, They'll exactly. Be able to exactly. So the date is confirmed. The date's set in stone. We're not changing Ooh, the date. It's this the is re- real important news from Sean Texanana. Prob- I can't even pronounce your name, man. <laughs> Can you make the event pro tyranid? <laughs> yes, we have Let's the powers because Games Workshop controls the weather, and Kicker controls Games Workshop through his consumption of cereal. Yes, exactly. So he it's, will get them to release a new tyranid codex by then. Of course, no guarantees on whether it's good. Exactly. I'm gonna feel so bad if like Tiernan Codex comes out and it's just still garbage. <laughs> Junk. Like, well, that's so what happens bad. when you rush the product, Sean. Just <laughs> but yes, the New Orleans Open, the Frontline Gaming New Orleans Open is the weekend of December 11th. It'll be a three-day event, singles, 40k champ style event. You know, you know and love it. There'll also be Age of Sigmar and likely one or two other events. Those events are still not determined. We're MCP. Yeah, MCP. I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really want to make shot. MCP happen. But, I, you know, we, it might be Kill Team. It might be Legion. Legion's been really gaining a lot of, you know, hype. Yeah. So, I don't know. We're, we're still, so definitely 40K, definitely just Sigmar. Still trying to figure out the last one. Those two um, are by far the most popular other minis games at, at our local store is Legion and MCP in really? addition to 40K and AOS. Yeah. Well, actually, what do you see more, Shelby, Legion or MCP? I mean, if you nowadays just... MCP, like really? so, Legion Legion was more popular for a little while because we had an escalation league for Legion. Uh, MCP just by itself has exploded. Wow, um, it's been wow. pretty crazy. I don't know why exactly, uh, but <laughs> just tons of people are just picking that stuff up because I guess it's so easy to Marvel. learn. It's like one afternoon. Wow, uh, is it is it forty k players playing MCP, or is it a totally different you know group of guys coming in just to pick up this new game? It's both. Oh wow! It's cool. it's forty k players being like, you mean I can paint six minis? <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's my <all> team. <laughs> like it's it's such a small investment relative to forty k in and and it's not people who are giving up forty k to play MCP. It's people who are just like, oh yeah, I can pick this up in the meantime and play like a an hour and a half or two hour game with some friends. Let's go! Yeah. Uh, it's it's pretty fun to see. Well, I want I want to see. I, I heard that you can like interact with the terrain in the you game can and throw cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like and I'm, you can throw that. your other characters, like uh, like the Hulk can just throw Spider Man, for example. <laughs> That's awesome! It's All right, great. sold. <laughs> awesome. Sure. Sorry, should I mean forty k is far superior, but no. MCP is. Uh, <laughs> we we can like multiple game systems. It's okay. okay. Uh, oh, guys, I wanted to announce that for the Las Vegas team tournament, we have got our judges figured out. Uh, our head judge is going to be Adam Solis, one of the frontline gaming uh, judges you know and love. Chris Morgan, another frontline gaming uh, staff judge will be coming to help be one of the judges for the team tournament as well as a local named jake i have no idea who jake is reese just told me that i need to get jake a shirt because he's gonna be one of our judges so not even his uh, last name just a guy i don't even have a last name (laughs) (laughs) 
but but I'm sure he's a nice guy. And Jake, we can't wait to meet you. Thank you so much for helping um, put on the Las Vegas team tournament in a few weeks. Um, and then, guys, last thing I did want to say, SoCal is still happening. Moving along, tickets are selling. We are at over 200 players for the 40K singles, uh, the champs there. There's also a 40K friendly, an Age of Sigmar champs, an Age of Sigmar narrative, a doubles. MCP is there. Legion is there. X-Wing is there. So SoCal is going to be big. I've just signed up a few more vendors too. So there's going to be a few vendors there that are going to be really fun to, to, to get to hang out with. When so is yeah. it one more time? Uh, vendors? What? Uh, when, when is SoCal oh, one more time? SoCal is October 24th that weekend, mm -hmm. the weekend before Halloween. So if you want, you can come in your costume and no one will make fun of you. Mm -hmm. just, yeah. I really don't mm -hmm. think anyone out of 40K man is going to judge costumes. Yeah. <laughs> just, just to be clear. I mean, clear. like, I think they would. I walked around in a Squirtle costume at Dragon Con and like, I don't think I could wear that at a 40k event and people will be like, mm, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, Shelby. Yeah. yeah. I've seen worse. I mean, <laughs> be I'm just, I'm going to just say one word, one name, one name, Shelby, and you will know exactly what worse is. Oh, come on, Richard. I know you said you were going like, Oh my God. So what's, uh, what's worse than that? Shelby, just remember, Cody Saltz. Okay, but that was glorious in its own way. And like, you know it. This isn't glorious. This is, sorry, for everybody who's listening, Richard has deigned it important enough to show you a picture of my squad, all of us in our Squirtle And, and now he's, he's tackling maniacally in the background. And no one else can hear him but us. I'm just surprised you all went to Squirtles. Like, why didn't you just like try to diversify your... I'm Squirtle sorry. Squad is a thing from the show. Squirtle oh. Squad, sir. Oh, yeah. sorry. It's sorry. a thing from the show. I'm, I apologize. I'm, I apologize. Yeah, I'm, just. I'm. <laughs> it's not even a Pikachu. I am. I am sorry for my ignorance uh, of my Pokemon Hi, ignorance. I apologize. I apologize. Yeah. Squirtles. The We're Squirtle derailed squad. pretty hard here, folks. So anyway, important. SoCal, get your tickets. Get your tickets, Shelby. Uh, take us into the FLGN news. Uh, thank Fine, you, Seth, for moving along. And the pain. And the pain. <laughs> All right, cool. My bad. Love being awkward. You guys are great. Um, <clears throat> so shows our own network stuff, right? So a few things exciting for y'all to tune into. Um, number one, 40k Game Changers with Steve Joel. I've I have gushed about him previously. The delightful radio host that he is happens to have a very soothing, lovely voice for you to go listen to. Um, the most recent episode features Paul Murphy, our own Paul. I, I don't want to say our own Paul Murphy because Paul is just sort of like gracing us with his presence on one of our shows uh he's got plenty of other credentials beyond like hanging out with us on the thursday show um but it's a no, great that is episode the greatest thing that he's ever done oh, just, yeah. just so we're clear yeah obviously it's by far his his biggest credit um but yeah so it's it's steve joel talking talking uh about stuff with paul i'm assuming maybe his record with 40k's experience with some of the more awesome 40k things that he's run and done shelby just admit you listened to it but you didn't understand the content because steve's voice was just so soothing that's true i went to sleep i'm kidding no i just haven't I, I i just caught myself before i almost cursed again and i always get distracted in my brain whenever i don't let myself curse uh 
it throws me off real bad. Anyway, speaking of Paul Murphy, you guys should tune into last week's episode of the Thursday show. Uh, there were a few GTs last weekend. If you wanted to hear a breakdown of some of the lists and stuff that were being brought to those, you should have a listen. But apparently Paul wasn't on it because he too ran off to Dragon Con. Didn't know that or else I would have tried to find him and say hello. Um, so he is back this week, though. Um, before I move on to that, be sure to also check out the Grim After Dark uh, airs every Tuesday. I don't know what they did yesterday, but Shelby. I'm sure it was hilarious. Shelby, you're, you're going to be very upset with yourself for not having watched that episode. Wait, was it the one with Marshall Peterson? No, it was the one with Thomas Bird. Ooh. No! Ooh. Yeah, Thomas on! Nobody told me. Guys! Oh. No. John sent us a list of everyone he's interviewing in what week. Okay, okay. I don't pay attention. Uh, you what hear it here call, first. Everyone, Shelby me? does not pay attention to John Quinnell. What did we call me in the opening credits? The most, most scatterbrained? scatterbrained. Yes, scatterbrained. thank you. Well, now I'm definitely going to tune in to yesterday because Thomas Bird is a effing delight. So you should <laughs> you watch them talk to each other. Huh? <laughs> I knew you were going to call him a delight. I, I, he's so great. He's just such a classy dude. He's also, I bet, like, I bet they can't fit him in the camera frame because he's like 6'6". Six, six. So he's just so tall. Um, any hooser. Uh, so upcoming, you guys, a couple of things. Number one, turns out Frontline Gaming Network is going to be co-streaming um, the first ITC super major in... Uh, I guess Western Europe. I'm not sure if that enti if that's entirely correct, but it's a big deal um, because it's the Alliance Open in Jarbors Utrecht Nailed in the it. Netherlands. Yeah, I was I was like, <laughs> come on, Shelby, you got this. <laughs> I mean, I would need my child that. That's that's a great name. Jarbors. <laughs> I, I know about Utrecht because I know a bunch of universities or people from a university there. So that's yeah, about all I think I I'm assuming this is just like a small subject, a uh, uh, sub sub area of Utrecht. Um, but it's a super major, should be absolutely massive. So along those lines, I'm certain that Thursday show is going to bring you some nice coverage on that, um, as well as a, a GT that has popped up in New York that I'll tell you guys a bit more about in a second. Um, but definitely watch those streams if you're interested in watching some uh, some western european nationals and probably i'm assuming some of some american players are going to be headed that way as well considering it's a super major but should be really interesting i am intrigued to see what uh, sort of shelby uh folks no no u.s people can go to the eu right now oh right that was really <laughs> tacky of me yeah no we can't go there legally <laughs> so if someone does show up there from the u.s they are really taking competitive 40k a little too far probably i mean you got to get your itc points guys <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> moving on then, now that I've made a very classless mistake. Uh, Tabletop talk. Yes, but before we move on, any questions about network shows? Anything I missed? Um, no. All right, so <laughs> just to take a minute, I know, please don't shoot me. A few weeks ago, uh, we talked about mental health and 40K, and I talked about generally how uh, freaking awesome this hobby has been for a lot of people, not just like 40K in particular, but uh, Games Workshop games have just provided a lot of people with an outlet for creativity or with um, distracting themselves or whatever the case may be. I want to highlight another positive aspect of, of 40K, or at least the 40K community, 
And that is just how dang charitable it can be sometimes. Like you guys have heard about a few charities that have been going on over the past month or so, not uh, the least of which was Charity Hammer that raised more than $40,000 in a weekend. Um, but in the wake of Hurricane Ida, so I, I mentioned a, I mentioned a GT that was going on in New York. Some folks in New York um, just came up with a GT in about two weeks, right? Pulled this thing together. It was a bunch of, I think you said the crew from Syracuse, right? Yeah, so it's actually Brian Horton, his crew. So yeah. the, this was the Atlantic City Open crew that judged uh, our, the 40K champs there. They just reached out and said, hey, let's do this for New Orleans. And so it's the, the guys from Du Bois GT up in Syracuse, New York. And they're like, let's make this GT uh, an organization, uh, an event to support uh, New Orleans as much as we can. I mean, Shelby, did, did you did you hear that they got like sponsors and everything for this thing? Yeah. So, I mean, so they got sponsors by GW themselves. So GW is like, hey, this is pretty cool that you guys threw this together in no time at all. So we're going to sponsor you. Scale 75, Chrome, like Tectonic Studios are all sponsoring it. And Bro, proceeds are going... Oh, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> us too. Um, and then all of the proceeds are going to the Red Cross and Imagine Waterworks, which is specifically a New Orleans charity. Do you know more about that, Kicker? Yeah, so, I mean, Red Cross is always, you know, everyone knows the Red Cross. They're great. Uh, the, the the Waterworks is obviously, uh, people don't realize that it's hard to get water here right now during the storm. You know, yeah. fresh water, a lot of, uh, water. Yeah. you know, there's boil water advisories and whatnot. Uh, this company, this uh, organization provides water as well as power uh, cell phone charging stations like to charge your phone and all that which is amazing yeah like right you, we don't realize how valuable and important our phone is until suddenly you can't charge it and you're like oh i can't do anything so they're they're pro providing little stations to recharge cell phones and whatnot also i realized that i misspoke i so this is a tournament that's not going to happen this upcoming weekend my bad this is actually going to happen the same weekend as the new orleans open yeah uh, being hosted by gw so if you happen to find yourself in the northeast area you're not coming down for new orleans but you still want to have a great time go to this gt support um an awesome cause helping new orleans kind of get back up on its feet um still planning a gt only about a month and a half in advance is no small feat especially whenever you're trying to make it a big deal with a lot of sponsors in a big charity event. So good on you guys. Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. Um, really, I just bring this up because I feel like every time I lose my faith in humanity and occasionally my faith in 40k, um, people just do something really amazing to pull me back and remind me that it turns out people are pretty cool, uh, especially whenever we need them the most. It's it's awesome. Because so like, in addition to this GT coming together, um, a few weeks ago, a guy in our local gaming community, he played, he just got into AOS, he started a couple months ago, he decided to go all in on the new Oryx, he spent like six or $700 getting his stuff together. He was so excited. And then he got robbed at gunpoint in his neighborhood oh, and no. had his entire car stolen, which had all of his stuff oh, in it, no. including his entire oh, army. No. Uh, and immediately, like, he messaged us because he was going to be in the Escalation League for AOS. And he said, you know, I'm going to have to drop. I don't have an army anymore because here's what's happened. And, it, like immediately a dozen of our local players were like absolutely not like if you don't want to play because you're stressed out and upset that's one thing but don't stop playing if you think for a second that we're not going to make sure that you have something to play with so a dozen people were like uh why don't you take my half of the dominion box or why don't i donate this to you or this to you i'll help you paint this and get this started up again and within a week he had a new army um they eventually found his car 
with nothing in it and in a hit and run. Um, but <laughs> he he at least has an army thanks to our community being like, no, 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 you're going to play as long as you want to. Uh, and I think he needed that. He desperately needed, especially in that time, something something to do and somewhere to be that was comfortable. So anyways, just me wanting to wax poetic for a second about how awesome people can be, particularly in the 40K community, whenever you find that group that you just uh, get really close to. I love you guys. Yeah. Yeah, it's so sweet. I mean, it's I'm constantly floored with how many, you know, charitable charity focused events there are. There's the War Games for Warriors event that's pretty popular. But but just like you said on a local community scale, like it's amazing how friendly and giving people are that are in this hobby. I'm con and now it's like most of my friends are from this hobby. Like it's just you can't help but form family, you know, family style relationships with these with these with these players here. Yeah, we're we're, we're pretty uh pretty fortunate guys to have such a good community. Yeah. So while we're waiting on uh, or while Seth is going over his his competitive stuff in just a minute, I would love to hear about and if the chat is completely crickets on this one, that's OK. But I would love to hear about any particularly positive experiences within your own community that you guys have had, uh, if you feel like sharing. Um, if not, that's totally cool. Just I, figured I'd I ask. like how there is the subtle implication that I have no soul and therefore have no feelings. So what? this emotional topic was just like <laughs> beyond you me. You're like, whatever. He's not going to talk about it. He's going to talk about competitive shit. I actually no. was getting oh info to plug another charity event. No, because there is one coming up this weekend, uh, 40 hours of 40K. Yes. Where they're streaming 40 hours of 40K. It's a UK-based group um, with donations. Uh, to support their donations for a raffle, but the donations go to support a, a men's mental health uh, charity. So awesome. I was, I was yes. just saying that while you were doing something else, they can talk, but you should also contribute Seth. I did. I contributed. There you Thank go. Well you. done. <laughs> I feel accomplished. Excellent. Well, Perfect. Seth, why don't you tell us what's happening in the competitive world? Yeah. Nothing. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, there is stuff. Um, so, so I want you guys to to take a minute, close your eyes, everyone, and drift back to late May, early June, and remind yourself that Drukari had a seventy percent win weight win rate. Guess what, Drukari <laughs> have again? Is it is it a ninety percent win rate? It's a seventy percent win rate. Oh, Actually, okay. after so this not weekend, that bad, not that bad. after this weekend, it was close to seventy five percent. Oh, was, ouch. God. Um, it seems that Drakari has just uh, continued to to rise, and and they just won't go away. Those dirty, dirty elves. Um, their win rate has been increasing since the nerf to Admech. So Admech seems to be really the thing that was holding them down. Um, and the question I have for you is: What can men do against such reckless hate? Or women? <laughs> or women? <laughs> or women? Uh, I mean, did. Did their list really change at all? Have you checked it, out whether it or not? updated a little bit? Um, you know, they took the, you know, they still take that one succubus because she's still really good with competitive edge and they still take, um, you know, they don't take liquefier racks, but they have a different gun on, um, what is it? It's not Chronos. Chronos that- oh, yeah. is then they have like some spirit leech gun, which is the same thing as what a liquefier did. So it's still strong. So real strong. So, um, yeah. I mean, there's a chance that, you know, Grey Knights, Thousand Suns could help maybe, you know, no. adjust. No, you don't think you're so? Missing, no. You're missing the solution. 
Yeah. Okay. What's the solution? Tell us. Orcs. Their armies. Oh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> That's much less violent. Yes. But speaking of evil Drukari, I wanted to take a minute today to do a little bit of a player profile on a new name uh, that you may not have heard of. But this is Anthony Vanella. I actually had the pleasure of meeting and playing Anthony at ACO. Uh, he did not look that dapper when he was at ACO. Uh, that looks a bit closer to, to what Anthony looked like. Um, he recently just won the Goonhammer GT, which was a pretty stacked list of, of players. So great job. Um, but that win got him now into the top five of the ITC. Um, and you might think it takes a while to get to the top five of the ITC. Well, good old Anthony here had never played a game of 40K before March 2022. What? Wait, I mean, so it only this year? year? Yeah. I mean, so it's like little a year and a half and, you know, in the middle of a pandemic where you probably couldn't play that much in person anyway. Um, he's from the uh, kind of the, the Northeast, the New York, New Jersey area. Um, so he kicks around with those crews a lot. Um, you know, I talked to, I, he was a charity hammer. I played him twice a charity hammer and we hung out a lot. So I've been talking with him and he was an amateur MMA fighter. Um, so don't bad talk him too much at the table because he'll kick your ass. Um, <laughs> he, he's practiced Muay Thai and he, he did play Hearthstone and WoW competitively, but I, he's never really had the amount of success he's had in 40k. So we did have a, a competitive mindset before he came in here. Um, I asked him what his goals were for this season. Uh, he wants to be top Drukari. He's been playing them pretty much for uh, since the Codex came out. He was playing uh, Blood Angels before that, um, right? And he also kind of that you said 2022 earlier. Yeah, he's from the future. Yes, Sorry. that's why he can win. Chat. That's how. You, that's the real competitive edge. <laughs> Beef Look, guys, I'm I'm sorry. I can't I can't have the AC on while we do this because it moves my green screen. So the longer the show goes, the hotter I get, and the more fried my brain becomes. And they put my segment at the end of the show, so I'm mostly fried by the time we get here. Um, but anyway. Uh, his goal is to stay in the top five for the rest of the season. Um, and then eventually he wants to win it all. But he had a, a, a little quote at the end that I wanted to read for you guys. Um, he said, really, though, I approach each event excited for the lessons I'll learn and the people I'll meet. And I think that approach is the healthiest way to come to the table. Oh. Tell him to stop being so reasonable and yeah. like nice. Nice. Yes. Gosh, yes. What? So there you go, Anthony. There's your shout out. Congrats, bud, on the win. Uh, let's get into those uh, ITC recaps. Uh, in the competitive track, again, number five is Anthony hopping into the top five. Uh, we've got Mark Hurdle at number four, uh, number three, Brad Chester, and number two, Sean Naden. Um, and still, number one, the boy king himself, John Lennon. And I'm so glad that that nickname is stuck. Um, <laughs> moving on to the 40K hobby track, not a lot of motion here. Uh, Noah Bedom is in at number five, Nicholas Wenker at number four, Scott Boucher at number three, JT Steger at number two, and Lee Harris still holding strong at number one. Uh, AOS competitive track, uh, also not a ton of movement here. Uh, we've got Jack Ballard in fifth, Ramon Sliva. I'm going to change it up this week and read the L correctly, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, at number four, uh, No E Aquino at number three. I'm just changing all the pronunciations. Oh uh, James O'Brien at two and Anthony Trentinelli at number one. Um, hobby track seems a little bit wonky to me um, because I think we actually had guys that were at five scores and now we don't. Um, uh, so we'll see what happens there. But number one is uh, Noe Aquino. Uh, number two, Nick Garcia. Number three, Christopher Hernandez. Number four, Christopher Daughtry. And number five, Ramon Sliva. That's how it says. That's what it's spelled like in the ITC rankings. So like. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. Let's do you do know so. who um, Anthony knocked out of the top five? 
Ooh, yeah, that's something uh, you know. That is a good question. I think he just knocked... No, it was the week before that that Colin McDay dropped out of mm-hmm. the top five. You know, Rich could probably go back in his slideshow and show us, but he's not going to. <laughs> he's just going to let us dangle. <laughs> let, him, let him chill. Let our producer chill. So uh, that's that. I can't we'll tell you who he knocked out. Um, but there we go. There we go. Okay. He knocked out Charlie Andre. Oh, Charlie. Ooh. Yeah. Charlie, uh, recently just hopped in there as well. Um, I think it was most Charlie. Oh, I can't remember. Was he running dark angels? No, he wasn't. He was running something else. Well, oh, let's well, see if I Anthony can stick around for the, uh, the remainder of the year. He, he yeah. said, you know, that's I, goal. I mean, he, he's pretty good. He, he <laughs> he's, beat pretty me, good. He's, he's beaten me soundly three times now. Not like, not like a little bit. Like with those Jukari, he, he took me to the woodshed, folks. Okay, like <laughs> it was, it was a bit rough. Um, all right, we did not have any listener questions uh, this week, so this is your turn, chat. Get in there, get some questions yeah. to us. Otherwise, I'm going to have to come up with my my filler topic, um, which might not be entertaining to you. Who knows? I'm guilty. Oh, I forgot to. Sub- post the the questionnaire thing on the community yeah, page it's not so much Sorry. that we don't have questions it's more that we didn't ask for yeah my ones. bad guys so so my filler topic while while chat decides what questions they want to ask um ties into shelby's topic of you know support of 40k group um so i i clearly i am overweight um if you're looking at the video you can see seth has these um uh, but I've been struggling with my weight and I've been trying to motivate myself to work out more, um, to, to exercise. Um, and that's kind of, it's on again, off again with me. Um, and, and so there's, there's a 40 K page actually called, uh, fit 40 K. Um, I believe kickers on there frequently posting about his yeah. obscene amounts of whatever <laughs> CrossFit he did that day. Um, but regardless of if you're a kicker that is like, I did 17 hours of CrossFit in three hours and scientists want to know how I broke the time space barrier. Um, or you're, you're a Seth that's like, I worked out for 40 minutes today and I didn't die. Um, it's a super positive group. Um, um, so I, I want to try to be a bit more responsible about my 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 app my my uh, diet and my exercise. So I'm trying to talk about it publicly to make make myself uh, accountable. Um, but that's that group. That group never shames you when you're like, "Hey, man, I fell off the wagon." They're like, "It's okay, get back up here, man. It's no problem." So uh, you know that that was a positive group, and and that's what I'm working on. Um, yeah. Maybe Kicker can can make me CrossFit while we're in New Orleans, and I'll die no. at some event. <laughs> Well we'll, well, we'll we'll do a lap around the French Quarter, man. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. We'll speed walk it. It'll be fun. Uh, <laughs> it's like if you can see me run. If you <laughs> time out, forty k folks. If you ever see me running, you better fucking follow me. Sorry, I swore there because there's a problem. There's a big problem if I'm running. Okay. You got it. I'll so, follow you, buddy. Yeah, like if you see me running, do not go in the other direction because it is not going to be a problem. <laughs> yeah, my wife hey, just popped in and was like just- seconded. If you see him running, you follow. <laughs> Kara Quinn says, just go live in New Orleans. It'll just melt. I, I spent uh, I've spent a lot of time in New Orleans for, for various things. But yeah, there was definitely like one trip that I was at New Orleans was like, I did not pack enough underwear for this trip. Oh, I've wow. through three pairs today. Dude, dude, no, no. That's a true story, though. Like, like, man, I have to change my shirt three or four times a day. Now, I'm Hungarian, so I sweat like an obnoxious amount, like more than most people. But it's just a nasty, sweaty, humid city where you have to change your shirt, your underwear at least three or four times a day. Sometimes five oh, yeah. times. You know, just oh. deal with it. Yeah. 
Like, there's normal packing, and then there's like, I'm going to New Orleans packing, where you're like, ah, I'm going to need spectacles. Dude, 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 my kid, like, his diaper, I always think he peed his diaper. No, it's just sweat. Like, he's just sweating through his own diaper. <laughs> Poor child. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Chat, save us with some questions. Otherwise, we're going to be talking about you got, baby You got one wet. from Kelsey. Kelsey says, uh, uh, are you going to make more weapons? Yeah, so the next weapon I think I'm actually going to work on um, locally, our our little gaming group uh, is me and Shelby and then our friend Connor. Um, And Connor is really into Thousand Suns right now, so I think I'm going to try to make him a Kopesh. Um, We talked about it the other night. He was over playing a game, and he wanted a sorcerer staff, and then I looked at that. And I was like, that is a little beyond my skill right now. Maybe one day I can get that good, but right now that's a little more than I think I can tackle um, and do justice to. Um, So I think I'm going to try to make him a Kopesh. Kopesh would be dope. That's okay, like okay. a Gymshin style sword, so right? We we don't do this at like the frontline gaming events necessarily yet, maybe. But mm. I know like Long War doubles. That's that's at the LVO. Yeah. Uh, they they really give you points for all sorts of stuff at the at the event there. So that's like the you know your you know army composition, whatever. Do you think that there should be some sort of like score at some of our events, maybe more fun events, if you are you know dressed to the part, or do you think that's just totally stupid? I don't know. Are I'm you talking asking. about cosplay bonuses? Kind of, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, I think there's certainly a place for that. Like having as a side competition, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, Ooh, a side competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah just, just like it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to affect your 40k game because you know the absolute worst is you know you don't want to be like, well, I didn't dress in costume, so I didn't you know what like. But having a side thing that would be totally cool because oh, I love that. I love that. I mean, like, uh, what was it? Uh, time is very fluid lately. So I can't remember the last time we had a big war zone Atlanta, but there was a competition in the, the long wars doubles that they did there for uh best display board. And someone made a display board out of a cake with a crashed like vulture in the middle of it. And so you could see that you, if you went up to look at their display board, they gave you a piece of cake. Like it was just like, (laughs) Because long war doubles is like you have to have a cool display board and a gift, and they're like, "What if we did both in the same thing?" <laughs> I mean, sorry. I, yeah, I'm I all mean, for people like get these little side contest. I love yeah. this, like a little costume contest on the side. I think that'd be awesome. I mean, like, I don't know. All right, Let's cool. cool. That so, awesome. uh, Kelsey also asked, "Next tournament you're going to, and how are you hoping to do? Call your shots right now. Putting a gun to your head." Uh, nope. Nope, that's violent. Definitely yeah. uh, the GW Open in New Orleans. Um, that is like literally brain melting stuff. Like you could miss with the bolter gun because it's basically like a stormtrooper blaster. But this guy. <laughs> hey, don't bash the storm. I'm not. It's fine. <laughs> um, but well, so don't anyways. worry. Next week you'll have the gun and you can shoot me. Yes. Uh, so the GW Open. And honestly, I just want to exist. Um, maybe win like a game. That's the goal. I mean, definitely the next for me is is the GW, the New Orleans GW event. I mean, I've been saving up for this. I'm happy if I just break even, you know? I mean, obviously, I'd like to have a winning record, but I'm I'm not competitive enough right now to really go in there with unrealistic goals. If I can, if I, if I can win more games than I lose, I'm happy, uh, and I can call it a night. What about you, Seth? Come on, what's your goals? You're the competitive one here. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've got a, I'm going to try to go to an RTT two or three weeks um at okay. uh local game store moxies um but then the next big oh. one is yeah they're doing an rtt what? um yeah did you want to go Maybe. i think there's still tickets but oh, anyway what? um i think uh for the uh, the new orleans one gt for gw is the next big one i'm going to and i'm gonna call my shot folks i'm winning that Do thing 
Oh, I'm nice. taking it down. The boy king, I'm coming for you. Because <laughs> he doesn't uh, think orcs are good. Aw, that's a bit of a bummer. <laughs> you put him in his place. Yep. <laughs> I mean, nothing is is good if if he's not playing it to him, I guess. But man, we got another one. Uh, what current models are you working on? Kicker, Squighog boys, love them. And you know, I like them because it's like really three models in one, right? You have the mount, you have the orc, and then you have the little grot on the back. So yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, this true. is fun. This is a lot. Shelby. What about you, Shelby? Yeah, what do you want? I'm gonna be working on the Lord of Change until the day I die. <laughs> until it changes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and Seth, which one of your thousand orcs are you working on right now? Um, on the paint bench right now is a knob on Smash a Squig, three Stormboy knobs, uh, two Grot Mega Tanks, a Kopesh. <laughs> uh, I I never stop working. There's always something. That's a lot. Yeah. I forgot that you're like actually productive. <laughs> um, so uh, K.R. Quinn asks our thoughts on AOS 3. Um, is it finally worth playing as an old Warham- Warhammer fantasy player? I So I, I can't say from experience because I decided not to partake in our AOS Escalation League. So I haven't had a reason to play like I wanted to. But I've heard great things. I've heard that it's a well-balanced, enjoyable game, mostly melee focused. Um, but... I mean, I've heard it's fun. I could, I can tell you secondhand that it was a good time. Can you stop pointing a gun at me, sir? <laughs> Please. Thank I mean, you. it's literally my job to try and like keep tabs on like what people think about the new game systems, the updates and stuff. Cause I want to know what we should invest our, our space at, you know, space in. And, it, and I've been asking all like the diehard, you know, Age of Sigmar players what they think. And, Everyone seems to like it a lot. I mean, if you were thinking about trying Age of Sigmar, I think now is the time to go for it. Everyone's still getting into the new edition, and all the people that are previously played the old edition that are not playing this edition seem to like it that much more. So I think now is the time to jump into Age of Sigmar if if it's you know something you were thinking about. I definitely think it's a step in the right direction, but personally, I I, I love 40k. I'm sticking with it. I think just to kind of piggyback off that one more time, I've heard great things about the system, but I've also heard kind of mixed feelings about yeah, how you can combine armies. Like, so the whole yeah. chaos order destruction thing doesn't make as much sense anymore. It's not as intuitive. Um, so just how you can use what factions you have, from what I understand, it's a little bit murky. And that's kind of the downside of AOS is that there's not like clear cut. What can you take? What can't you take? What do you keep? And that sort of thing. But that's pretty much it. All right. Well, I think that's a good spot to call it. We've been going on for a little over 45 minutes tonight. So, you know, normal, normal length for our 30 minute show. Um, Cause that's what we do here, folks. We aim short and then we give you a little extra. All right. So don't forget. Um, are there SoCal tickets still left kicker? I yes, wasn't, there are yeah. still SoCal tickets. So if you really want to get that the end of October, you got that itch coming, uh, hop on that SoCal. Um, it'll be a great time. Don't forget to check out uh, the FLGN uh, tomorrow, the Thursday show. And then we're going to be co-streaming the Alliance Open this weekend. So yeah. tune in there. I am I know what I'm going to be watching when I'm not at work. Um, and don't forget to celebrate your local Squirtle Squad. <laughs> celebrate Yay. your local Squirtle Squad. Can you, guess, can, you say, can you tell which one I am? Yeah, I know. Okay. You're the middle one. No. Nope. back row. Mm-mm. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't yeah, think I've ever I'm... seen those sunglasses of yours. Uh, I mean, I just got him for the costume. Okay, well, that would explain that. How tall um, do you think I am? That should help. 
<laughs> Force perspective, Shelby. Force yeah, perspective. Okay, okay. Well, I'm the one, uh, I guess, uh, in here to the right. I am homie to the right that has my uh, my deuces up. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yep. Um, <laughs> final thoughts for the night. Shelby, kicker. I'm excited to see that bull pistol in, in the flesh. Thank you so much, Seth. Yes, thank you. Thank you. And thank you guys for tuning in and asking us questions. I would be so bored if you guys <laughs> didn't ask stuff. Just kidding. Love y'all. <laughs> wow. We're just boring. Okay. I'm Seth the Boring. You're thank not. you so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed oh this episode oh, of geez. Signals from the Frontline. Have a great week. And Have a great day, everybody. Day. <laughs> Bye, guys. It was we'll great to see you. Bye. <laughs> Bye.